Hey guys, it's Sensi Star Jones here with the Keeper Loud crew. So I have a special guest for you. I had to make sure that I had a one-way ticket down to the Mecca even before Carnival because I want to get this information, bring it back up, and broadcast it to you guys. Okay? We have the one and only straight from the Mecca, the Carnival Mecca, Miss Adana. Are you there? Hi, Hello. hi. Hey, Hello. Girl, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Happy <laughs> to be on with you. Adan, I good, I good, I good, I good. Thank you for joining the, the crew. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to get straight into it. The audience would like to know, what is your group? What is your group all about? Give us a little ex. Give us a little insight about you. Um, <laughs> my name is Adana Asan. Um, I live in Trinidad and Tobago, born, bred, and I reside here. Um, I own a company uh, by the name of Creativa Media PR, and I am a freelance entertainment publicist. Um, I have been functioning in this genre, entertainment and music, for maybe about 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, See, that's experience. Yeah. I've, been, I've been behind the scenes for, you know, a very long time, just kind of honing my craft and, and, you know, being mentored by, you know, other persons in the industry and stuff, you know. Um, but I have been consistently working in entertainment and music as a publicist um however within the last two years i started practicing full-time you know um throughout okay. all the years that i've been doing it i was always you know a full-time employee um in various you know organizations Got you. and um you know, sometimes they say you have to be uncomfortable to become comfortable. So I am now very comfortable. You know, very. I'm not. I did not say that, Sensi. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. Um, I'm. 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 I'm still uncomfortable, but I know that I'm gonna get to the point where you know things make perfect sense. You know. Um. But it definitely was you know, a leap of faith. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, I just don't want to live life wondering, you know, what if. I, I totally you know? agree so with you. I'd rather, rather try. I you totally know? agree with you because we can't live with the what if. But what really got no. you into the, the, the feel of media? Like, what, what was your inspiration behind this? Um, so... Before I give like parts of the story, I have this website. Um, my website is www.creativa. So it's creative. Take off the E and put it, replace it with an A, Creativa Media PR. And I launched the website in October. Uh, sorry, in August. And my first blog post um, on the website was how did I find PR or did it find me? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And basically kind of, you know, um, transcribes a little bit of what happened so if anybody misses you know the entire story because I can't give the entire thing okay. you know I, I you know you can read it there uh, but basically what happened is um, I was always interested in in entertainment and and music 
And there was a point in time, I can't remember the exact year, that I had this amazing idea to start an entertainment magazine. And I wanted to print this magazine and distribute it all, you know, throughout Trinidad and Tobago and throughout the Caribbean. And I had all these oh big my. dreams. Oh um, and then I quickly realized that it was going to be something that was very costly and I really couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um you know, I remember sitting with my dad and, you know, I, I, I tell people that I'm, I'm a bit free spirited like my father, you know, so I, I was talking to him and I told him, I said, daddy, I have this great idea. And he said, you know, it sounds amazing. I'll support you. And so we started to crunch figures and I realized that, wow, there's no way that I could, I could realistically, you know, do it. I got you. And um, I fast forward to, to a couple of years later or maybe just I don't I can't remember the time frame it was a few months or years it seemed like a long time um I met one of my very best friends her name is Natasha Andrews um and Natasha is Lyrical's manager and she also owns a company called Mastermind Productions at that point in time um and I remember having a conversation with her and telling her that, you know, I, I really want to do PR, you know, I'm great at speaking. I think I'm very articulate. I could write really well, you know, I love music, you know, and I think I could do it. And she said, okay, I think that, I think I was able to sell her on the idea. And she said, okay, no problem. So here's what we're going to do. Um, every project that comes out of our studio, um, we're going to send it your way so that you could create, you know, the press releases and come up with the ideas for the PR and stuff like that. And that's where it really started for me. She was the first person that gave me the opportunity to um, test my skills. Um, And she became, yeah, she became a mentor, you know, so she basically told me uh, as much as she didn't have, you know, um, credentials as far as going to school and and studying PR or marketing or anything like that she knew the industry from being around in the industry for years so she could look at a press release and dissect it and you know she dissected it and she said oh you know fix this fix that I don't like this go back to the drawing board you could do so much better you know think about it don't just write it you know and she gave me constructive criticism you know um and she helped me, you know, realize, you know, my full potential. I think I knew it, but she gave me that space to become very confident. Um, and after doing a couple of press releases for her and stuff, you know, um, I think other artists kind of, you know, uh, started to pay attention. And, you know, people used to reach out to me. First, I used to do work exclusively through Mastermind Productions. And then after other artists started reaching out to me, you know, to ask for my services. Nice. Um, and yeah, it, that's, that's where nice. it really started. Uh, so I would say that, that that's where things became a reality. You know, eventually I started to do my thing on my own. She's still my best friend. I still go to her advice. You know, she still would point something out if she feels I could do better, you know, because that's what our relationship is. Um, but um, of course, you know, I've been able to stand on my own two feet and I've been doing work. Um, I and I started to get, yeah, I started to get more clients. Um, I would consider myself, you know, pretty fortunate, you know, as far as like having some of the 
more prominent acts, but I also consider myself very fortunate for up and coming acts to believe in the fact that, you know, I can offer services that can help them, you know, be seen and recognized. Yes. Um, yes. That is so, one thing yeah. too, because in the, in, in, in the, in the industry, because I, I, I do not do what you do in the industry. My little partake in it is yeah. what I'm doing right now. I will interview you and see what your views is and what, what your, your, your pressures is that you have to go through. You see what I'm saying? So for, yeah. for you to do that for young artists that's coming into the industry now, and I know that you, you work with a, a majority of the top artists in the industry, what advice would you give them to, if, if they say, for instance, they have that hit song? Yeah. And that song is is generating in their area. Yeah, now they want to take it further throughout the diaspora. What advice can you give them? I mean, really, I would prefer if you start to put things in place before you get the hits. A lot of people think about immediately, you know. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. We don't think, sometimes we don't see things far ahead. Um, for me, I feel as though, okay, you're interested in becoming, you know, part of the industry and you think that you have um, something special, something that could contribute significantly to the, to the genre, whatever genre, whether it be soca, um, you know, whatever genre, you know, um, from yes. your specific island or whatever the case may be. Um, if you think that you have something that you could, that could contribute significantly to, to, to the genre, then um, there are a couple of things that you have to get in place before, you know, um, you just start releasing music, you know, because sometimes, and I've seen it so many times that you get that hit song, but you're not even prepared to deal with it. What oh, about gosh. what about yes. the team? What about the team that you have behind you? You know, um, do you have simple things like social media pages and what are you doing with it? Do you have a bio? It doesn't have to be two, three pages, you know, but it should be something that is that could be used to create a profile on you. Um, it could be 300 words, you know, that just explains like, listen, this is my name. This is my purpose. This is where I started. This is where I'm from. So at least it's something that could be built on, you know, when the, when the attention is generated, because I've seen so many artists get popular and some of them have reached out to me and say, Hey, you know, um, uh, somebody reached out to me for an interview and I really need a press release and uh, I, I really need a bio, excuse me, I really need a bio and I need it, I need it like in an hour. And then what? I have to be like, yeah, I mean, I've gotten requests like that and then I have to be like, uh, are you serious? You know, like I have to think about, you know, putting together, I feel as though like your bio is the beginning of your story. Um, and it takes time sometimes to put that together in order to make sure that you are perceived the correct way, you know, and that your story is understood. So many a times I feel as though, you know, if you take time to sit down and figure out the plan before it actually happens, at least plan a little bit. You can't plan and prepare for everything, but at least if you have something in place, um, you're able to you know, act on it so that you're just not scampering. So that's that's what I would say, like figure out a structure before things get crazy. So who are the people, you know, around you that are supporting you? Um, who are those people who would help you 
determine if your music is of sound quality, you know, um, of suitable quality, you know, not just people yeah. around you who are yes men, as I like to call them, or as the industry calls them, you know, you just can't rely on your mother or your grandmother or your best friend or your brother and sister to tell you, yes, this is definitely a hit because they want to see you succeed, but you need critical people around you who would probably hurt your feelings. Oh my um, but for your well-being, you know, sometimes we ha- sometimes we are offended by the tr- by the truths, um, but it's absolutely necessary in order to help you build character and also build yourself in the industry. Well, I know for sure, Adana, the team that you've put together are some modern, they're superheroes because just of what you explained to me and what you have to go through on a day-to-day basis. Well, that is, I had hands down, gold stamp to you. So for your experience in 2018 Carnival, did you attend any Carnival in 2018? Have you seen Carnival? I only... I only went to Jamaica Carnival. Oh, nice. Um, I experienced just a little part of, well, just crop over festivities, but not the actual culmination. And then, of course, Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago's Carnival. Oh, okay. Now, Trinidad and Tobago Carnival will be coming up in 2019, of course. So that is something that you're already down there and you're getting prepared for because I know a lot of those events that's taking place down there um, the tickets have been sold out. That's what I've been seeing, and that's what I've been. Well, I mean, those are just some of the, you know, some of the events. You know, there, there are just a couple events that have been advertised. Like particularly, I think, um, Private Ryan's events. You know, those are some of the more so- sought after events, especially for the foreign market. Um, so his, you know, his support comes a lot from from foreigners, um, non-nationals, or nationals who live overseas. Um, so, you know, usually his tickets would go on sale online and there's a system, a queuing system to purchase tickets. One person could only purchase two tickets, I think. Um, and there's a whole system in place for that. And then I think I saw Caesar's Army. Um, I'm not sure if they have already started selling the tickets, but I think today I saw something, um, on my news feed on Facebook, but I just, I just couldn't stop to read at that point in time. But other than that, um, predominantly, you know, the, the tickets for events, um, will not start selling, you know, for the major events, um, won't really start selling right away. We're still, we're now going into November, um carnival is in march um the actual two days as far as the street parade is concerned um is march uh fourth and fifth uh but the carnival season really gets into full swing uh or you could say the switch is made on Boxing Day, which is December 26th. So a lot of people would say, oh, well, they have three months of carnival. And ideally, that's probably what it is because there would be events happening throughout that period. Um, As far as soccer events um, and carnival-related events, so whether those are Calypso tents, Calypso events, competitions, you know, things related to mass and stuff like that, um, school events, you know, everything, you know, just surrounding carnival will be taking place during that time, you know, but right now, you know, we already have music being released, um, 
you know, we have songs out already, like from Kerwin Dubois and Patrice Roberts, who are my clients. Um, if songs are from Voice, I've done okay. with Voice in the past. Um, Fama Nappy has music out already. I've done work for Nappy in the past as well. Um, Fayan, Bungie. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, music is well, already being released. Well, that is all good publicity in my eyes because I know for a fact carnival time sometime, some artists will have a, a good pub, a publicist, but they don't really have that, how I should say, that platform out there on social media as, as you touched on. So for one part of the carnival for 2018, for me, I noticed that a lot of these artists, they, they were on point. You know, yeah. when they had their marketing and their social oh, media yes. buzz going. So I oh, hats yeah. off to, to, to if your team seems like it's a vast part of all of that. So hats off to that because the artists and the names that you've called are, are the artists that we're looking forward to for the road 2019. So yeah. hats off to that. And I have to say it's, it, it's well, well taken care of or put together when the music is coming out and, and they have not only the audio but they have the visual effect to back it up you know well with uh, with anything you know i believe that you have to mind your business in order for your business to mind you um so i think one of the things that a lot of artists need to realize um is you know investing in your craft is is very important you know as you mature in your career there are some things that you're gonna have to do and the industry is very competitive you know, um, and we have, I I feel sorry for artists at times, you know, I always tell my clients that, you know, I, if I had to switch roles with them, I would be, I think that it would be too much pressure for me to take, you know, Um, and that's why it's so important for them to have a, a great team that supports them because the industry is, is so competitive in Trinidad and Tobago I can speak for you know um a lot of times people do not care about your previous hits all they want to know about is what is your current hit so there's always the pressure to create a hit song you know and you can imagine the frustration that creatives face at times going back into studio and trying to figure out how do I get the sound how do I how do I make a hit you know and there may not necessarily be one specific um equation that you follow to to have a hit you know um, That's so true. yeah I, you know sometimes you feel in you in your spirits and in your heart that listen this song is beautiful and it could do something but then there's a whole machine that has to, to work in order for for the song to reach to the people you know as far as you know dealing with the radio making sure that your song is blasted making sure that you know there's artwork making sure that you're prepared making sure that the song is recorded making sure that you have money to pay a producer you may have to do the song right <laughs> You well, know, as expectations yeah. versus reality, get it together. <laughs> yeah, it, it's That's a lot. It it's a lot, and sometimes, you know, the public. I mean, it's not their business to to understand what it takes to, you know, to create a hit or what the artists may necessarily go through. I wish sometimes if they would understand it because they're just so critical. You know, they're just so critical. Be like, oh my god. 
you know, you had a hit last year. What's stupidness is this? You know, this song see, is terrible. And 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 they and, and for us as as the fans and the love and and the the, the lovers of soul kind of fat chasers as they want to call themselves, like they 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 really don't know what goes on, you know. And and for yeah. you to actually sit here and say this is what happened, so you can actually go and balance, yeah, balance, and force it and do all of these things because they don't understand what it takes and a lot of pressure comes down to as you say you want to make sure that you have the right team you want yeah. to make sure that you, you you have your pros and cons together and you want to make sure that you can face reality if if you you so say in your world that well I made this goal I didn't succeed I failed oh my gosh what I'm going to do no that's when you just say hey this didn't work let's try again move yeah. on forward you see, and for me this year, I guess, well, it was just such um, a vibe within the community with all these events that was happening back to back to back. You know, you had Miami Carnival or you can start even further to the different carnival in, in the smaller islands. But to, to end off the year now, Miss Adana, what do your team or, or what expectations do you see yourself taking your team for 2019 now? Is, is there something that you guys might just branch out from the TNT and take it to um, different islands? Or may you bring your services abroad? Um, well, I do, I do service um, clients outside of, of Trinidad and Tobago. So, so, I mean, I've done work for, for Mavi from Barbados. I've done work for Ricky T., um, who is in St. Lucia, you know, um, so, and I've done work for, for Tian Winter, um, well, at least that's when he visited Trinidad, so that probably doesn't okay. come, I mean, he doesn't learn, <laughs> he doesn't learn, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, but I, I service, I service clients outside of, of Trinidad and Tobago, I mean, we live in a, in a, in a, you know, technologically savvy, State. So there are a lot of things that can be done remotely. It's just about making sure that you and the clients are on the same page. Um, I've prepared clients for interviews over the phone. Um, I've sent them talking points over WhatsApp. I've emailed them. I've Skyped, you know, nice. um, to make sure that they're prepared and comfortable for whatever the project is. So it's not impossible. You don't have to. I don't have to be physically there um to ensure that things are you know done the correct way you know um because we may, some of our listening audience are listening from abroad and they might be well wow you know she's how, how is this doing and some audience here they're, they're into the culture they don't know so you know we have to make sure that they understand this is how right. it's done this is what's going on so mrs adana well is there anything else you would like to say upon your team? And the board is yours. You can shout out anybody now. You can, where, where we can find you on social media. It, it's yours. Um, everything is creative media PR. So that's C-R-E-A-T-I-V-A media. And the letters P-R-I-I. 
I just joined Twitter. I'm trying it out to see if I like it. Okay. Um, You're gonna like Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I have my website, creativeonmediapr.com. Um, inquiries could be sent through the website, and I also have a blog page on the site where I blog once a week about entertainment. Well, about industry-related, you know, stuff. So I share insights, you know, um, my take on things related to communication and PR. Um, and there might maybe some real-life scenarios in there. So I spoke about, like, my first, how did I find PR or did it find me? 13 reasons why PR, you know, um, how social media affects public relations, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I, I did study this, you know, I have my associate degree in journalism and PR, and I also did my bachelor's in media and communications. So, I mean, academically, you know, I do have the qualifications, but beside that, you know, I do have the hands-on experience in, you know, dealing with the media and dealing with clients and coming up with strategies and plans and stuff like that you know if anybody is wondering um <laughs> other than that you know i'm just really thankful for you know my clients you know those who have you know trusted me with their brands you know um whether it's one off projects or full time clients or periodical clients whatever i'm i'm thankful because it allows me to do what i love um yeah and thank you to you, Sensi, for reaching out and, you know, affording me the opportunity to be heard and to share a bit of myself and my business and what I do with your listeners. Man, don't self-worry yourself. I thank you so much, Adana. And it, yo, we're going to always be here for you. So anytime you need, hey, you say you're, you're well inclined with technology. So you see what happened today. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, hey now. So, as I say, thank you so much because I know you're very busy and you, you always walk in and I would I thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me this time. Um, and no, problem. no I, I mean, you don't know how much it means to me because I know when I, when, when you see me was like, but wait, let me ask you some questions now. I said, hey, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm like, how did you find me? You never answered that question. I was like, how did you find me? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, well, I got to send it to um, how I find you in the first place. I got to send it to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, there you have it. We have Mrs. Adana all the way from TNT. She gave us her intake about our, our Caribbean carnival experience and how what what it takes to make such a magnificent event goes on with these artists. A lot of us here and we promote the artists' music and we love the artists and we jump up and we support them. Now we're we're pushing for actually they want a a a, a space a channel on, on on iTunes for soca now. So this is what it, this is what it takes and this is from the mastermind, Miss Adana. So from the Keep It Loud crew. Broadcasting from the nation's capital. Thank you guys. And you guys have a great one. Thank you. Have a great one.